Welcome to Teach Out Loud Podcast, where we highlight all the amazing educators in our state and beyond that are making a difference every day for kids. Teach Out Loud is about bringing your passion and your best self to what you are doing every day. It's trying new things, sharing ideas, and being the best version of you. It's living life to the fullest, growing, and not being afraid to take those risks. Come on this journey with us and Teach Out Loud. I'm Travis Lape. And I'm Lisa Norris. And together we are on a journey to share and highlight amazing things happening in schools today. Well, Lisa, we have a special session today on Teach Out Loud. Yes. We are calling these hot topics. And the reason they're hot topics is because they are truly hot topics in education. Oh, Oh, yeah. Teachers will get stuck talking about these over and over for eternity. And both sides think they're right. Absolutely. I mean, they both come back with, I have evidence to prove, and I've read this article on, and they both truly feel that they are absolutely right. So you're probably sitting there listening and wondering, what hot topic are we going to cover today? The topic is homework. And we have both taken a stance for and against homework for this show. Now, that does not mean this is our professional opinion of where we stand professionally. No. But we are going to play good cop, bad cop throughout this episode of the pros and cons of homework. And hopefully by the end, you as an educator listening, tuning in, can really decide where do you need to go next to learn more about this topic of homework and where does it fit in your classroom. I think, you know, if we, we've all been there. Your kid comes home from school and you're like, oh, how was your day? And what, who'd you sit by with lunch? And what did yeah. you learn? And what made you laugh today? And then they look at you and say, mom, I have homework. And it's the dreaded shrug. It's the dreaded, ah. Oh, and then your whole evening has changed because you know you're going to have to fight with your kid to do the homework. And so I think we need to first by start by thanking Travis. Do you know who invented homework? I don't. There was a guy named Roberto Novellis. And huh. in 1905, he invented homework, but he actually used it as a, pun- a punishment, oh, my which word. is kind of interesting. But since he invented it, homework has kind of taken and steps forward and since then has been moving forward. And then now we're in this big debate over if, it, if it's good or not. But how, how, how can't homework not be good? Oh. Because, I mean, think about it. Kids are coming home, continuing to learn, continuing to be a part of what they just had in the classroom that day. Ah, but Travis, kids need time to play, and they are involved in so many activities, especially today. There are so many extra activities they can be doing after school. And if you think of it as adults, you come to work, and you're working your eight-hour day. Kids go to school, they spend seven hours of their day in school, and then you expect them to do basically a second job by spending a whole bunch more time that night. So they're really doing two jobs, just like an adult. But I think we're looking at it from the perspective of it's it's the application piece, isn't it? Isn't homework coming home and applying what I just learned that day and doing it independently and building kind of that self-confidence in myself of, I can do this? Yeah, I mean, I guess I get where you're coming from, but um, I have some uh, things that I want to talk about, about some things that I think homework is not so good. All right. Well, I think we should take a little break because we're, we're going to get into the meat of this topic. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to have a quick shout out to one of our sponsors for today's show. Have you ever gotten the school supply list and seen pencils and seen a certain type of pencil? Why do you need a certain type of pencil for going to school? We need to get the epic Ticonderoga pencils, Travis. They sharpen consistently without breakage. 
They have a satin smooth finish for enhanced comfort. They have exclusive graphite core formula for smooth writing. There was a favorite pencil of author Roald Dahl. They have the longest staying powder when writing. They're the best erasers, erasers because they're smudge free. They're produced with premium wood from certified sustainable wood sources and they come free sharpened. This is why you need Ticonderoga. Those pencils will definitely help all of the learners at home make sure they are doing their best homework each night and their penmanship is perfect. It's all about the pencil. It is. Wow. Uh, Lisa, I know you were talking earlier before about some questions that we should consider about homework. Maybe for our listeners, what are some of those things that we should start to think about and consider? Yeah, so when talking about homework, first we need to ask ourselves, like, should schools like totally abolish homework? Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about the, you know, the famous 10 minute per grade level? That's right. like a standard oh, yes. that's been around for years. And would it surprise you to know that some elementary students are actually having longer work weeks or the same as an adult? Wow. I mean, these are some questions that need to get our mind going. So I'm going to let you go first, Travis, because I think, um, you know, the positive of homework, why don't we start off with those? Yeah. You know, I think... When I think of homework and I think of the opportunities our learners have to come home and, and continue learning, I think it really helps improve the, the child's thinking and memory. Yeah. So when we think about what are they doing, they're continuing to think and use their memory from that day. But I also think it, it really helps a child develop some good study skills and habits which will serve True. them well throughout life because... I think for us as adults, being lifelong learners in the education profession, that kind of starts to build some habits for them. That's true. Um, but I, I think also, like, when I think of my high school career, I struggled with, with time management. But I think homework can allow for that because it encourages your child to use time wisely. So they can start to figure out, how do I manage my time uh, to, to do a project or do this homework? I'm going to come back with that, though, and say that there has never been a study that has confirmed um, that homework yields non-academic benefits such as self-discipline, time management, independence, and perseverance. So I'm going to come and rain on your parade, Travis, because basically it's a myth, um, what you just said. Wow. And you just shot that down so quickly <laughs> with, with, with quality research. I mean, gee, what is, what is the guy supposed to do with that? Um, well, let's, let's, okay, so if, if research is saying that for some of the soft skills, maybe we should dive into then and, and think about is, is homework really helping the child integrate the learning by applying many different skills? Okay. So, so maybe even not the soft skills or the independent skills, but they're applying several skills to a piece of homework that they need to complete. True. Which, which I would would argue would, would benefit the child um, coming back the next day or, or building that confidence in them. Right, because obviously if you're going to study for a spelling test Thursday night, you are going to do better on Friday because you took the time to do your homework. So I'll give, you, I'll give you that, Travis. Well, and so this one might be serving up a spike in my face, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll protect myself after I make this statement. But I also think it maybe encourages parents to spark their child's enthusiasm. Oh, I would agree. You, you I, yeah. know, because I think the parent then gets to be a part of that homework side. Now, I know there's there's another whole side of that homework with parents. I was going to say, because some parents feel, you know, their child has this seven-hour workday, like I said earlier, and then they come home and they have to do it again. And then their whole evening gets disrupted. 
and they're they're struggling having their child sit down and and you know, and do the homework together. Um, I think that that's a whole different side, and the fact that their family's constantly running around and doing different things together, it can totally disrupt. Yeah. It can totally disrupt that family relationship. Absolutely. So, what would you say then to the argument of of homework being maybe not the most positive experience for parents or for learners? What would what would be some supplements or some ideas that that you have that would support? Maybe no homework at all. Right. Well, I think, first of all, it overwhelms your struggling learners because then they have to go home and they struggled at school and then they got to continue to do so at home. And it removes the joy, I feel, from those high achievers, those kids who really love to do homework and they really love school. If you're constantly having them do it over and over yeah. and then they're expected to show up and do it again at night, that can get overwhelmed. Um, and going back to the family relationships um, there was a guy, his name is Kurt Dudley. Uh, he's a professor at Boston College. And he actually interviewed about two dozen families and he said, you know, the demands of homework disrupted family relationships and it led to more stress and conflict. And I really feel that those are some powerful words because I really think that that can bring it on. Too much homework is going to impact your social development. Um, they're going to have anxiety, some depression, and it even leads to lower test scores. And that's a whole wow. other topic is yeah. test scores, Travis. We, we could definitely <laughs> tackle that later. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, you know, sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. um, but then on a positive note with no homework, you're basically telling your teachers, hey, we trust you to do your job. Yeah. You're saying that we trust your curriculum, that you're going to get those standards met. And you're saying that we trust our learners because then you're saying, hey, I trust you that you're going to be att paying attention, you know, when you're going to school each day. They're going to feel, you know, more empowered to do that. Um, it's interesting. There's a superintendent um, in Marion County, Florida, and she had 42,000 students. Wow. And she actually banned homework and replace it instead with 20 minutes of reading. Oh, I love it. I think that's amazing because studies do show very yeah. clearly that students do gain, um, you know, from reading every night. That's like a, that's a no-brainer to me. Absolutely. And so then it's still they're tying in what they're doing at school, but instead of homework, it's going to be more, you know, the reading aspect of it. Do you think homework maybe has just a bad rap? Like, do we need to rebrand homework? Oh. Like rebranded in the sense of like learning opportunities. These are yeah. learning opportunities. So your child's going to go home and read 20 minutes. That's a learning opportunity for them to, to read, grow, to grow and, and be a part of that. Because I think, I think, yeah, I think maybe homework itself as a word has just a terrible feeling or a yucky feeling for people. Mm -hmm. Especially when you gave out the facts earlier in the show about, you know, they're here for seven, eight hours and then they go home and do another hour to hour and a half of, of homework. And mm -hmm. so... Maybe to win this argument on my side, I just have to rebrand <laughs> it to say learning opportunities rather than homework. And because I like you, Travis, I'm going to share something with you. Um, when I was teaching, I used to call it home link because oh. it would link your learners to your families. It would link your day to what they did, to what they're doing at home. So families really do know what's going on in their child's life because sometimes you get too busy and you forget to discuss. Families don't get to have the time to sit down and have a yeah. family meal anymore where we got to discuss what you had going on in school today. So by having a home link, it really connected you know, the families with their learners. I think that carries us into the next segment a little bit, Lisa, then is talking about how does homework become more relevant so that it's meaningful with our parents. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think the idea that you have here about home link 
I'm guessing you could share with our listeners some examples that you linked home with what they were doing in the classroom. Right. So it doesn't didn't necessarily feel like a worksheet or a homework type of environment. Right. It was really truly being intentional with what we're asking our kids to do outside of school. Yeah. And some of it ties back to, you know, I gave you a hard time earlier about you said it helped you learn with time management. But, you know, a lot of times in classrooms, teachers don't give homework, but kids will still have homework because they didn't use their time wisely during the school day. And so then that is a time management issue. And it is a You know, I need to get focused and get it done here so I don't have to take it home and finish it there. Because obviously, they do have requirements and there is set standards they have to get completed. So sometimes that's the case is just, you know, working with time management during the school day. Absolutely. And having that conversation with the learner Mm -hmm. so that they understand that the choices they did make during the day were not correct choices. And here's now some things that you're going to have to do to really make those choices better the next time. Because it is a lifelong learning thing. I mean, they, when they grow up someday, they're going to have a job and there's going to be expectations and they're going to have to get meet deadlines and show up to work Absolutely. on time. And, you know, so those are valid, important things. Yep. I just think we need to, you know, do it a different way. Well, and I think of as young kids, you know, for kindergarten, first, second grade, they're learning to count, they're, they're counting up. But why can't a kid go outside and swing and count every, <laughs> every swing, you right. know? Or you've got a trampoline in the back yard why can't a kid go out and jump 50 50 times and count to 50 right so I think it's just getting creative with what is what is truly the outcome that we want we want if we want the kids to learn how to count let's make that an engaging environment of even if you're in the car driving from school to home how many signs did you pass by right you know just counting the signs or counting the lights or or just talking about their day like right now um Riker he's five he's in kindergarten and our (laughs) new game that we play every day in the car he'll say mommy I'm gonna say some sounds you tell me the words so he'll say he'll go mm ah and I'll say mop and then he'll like at and I'm like cat and he's oh, like he, I know we're playing this game yeah. in the car and he thinks it's amazing and he's being the teacher and so I know he's loving his learning but he isn't seeing it as homework per se right. it's you know looking at a different way yeah I, so I think for our listeners as as we kind of pull the show together here is is we're not necessarily saying homework is a terrible thing no I, I think you just have to really dive into the research of what is what what does research support for homework? Because I think there's very little research, and this is going to sink my ship. Lisa's going <laughs> to Lisa's going to win the hot topic today, you know. But there's there's very little research out there of that twenty minutes per per grade. I was going to say, you know, how do you like, feel at the ten minutes for first grade, twenty minutes for second grade? I, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily something we need to be following. But then right. again, if you're on the other side, there are people who say, yes, it is absolutely what you should be following. Right. I guess my thing is, if I had to say homework, it should be short, it should be simple, and it should lead to success. Yeah. Um, and that's, and I love what you had said earlier about making it fun. So it isn't homework. It shouldn't be a negative thing. It should be, yay, we get to do, we get to do something tonight as a family and we get to connect, you know, you right. with your child. Right. Well, and, and I, you brought it up, and I don't think we spent enough time on it. It could be a whole nother show is homework and, and the stress it puts on parents. Yes. Because 
the way, you know, way school is now, like it's not the same way that you and I grew up with school and what's expected of our kids. And so now our parents are being expected to basically teach our kids when they come home because the work they're doing is not simple. Mm -hmm. It is, it is more rigorous or more demanding. And then it's like the new math and the new this and parents are like, I don't know how to do it this way. And then the parents are feeling failure because they don't understand how to do the new math, the new way, or why is it expected that they're doing writing this way? And as you know, in education, we have this pendulum that swings back and forth and we bring things back and then they go away and then we have to look at it again. Um, But yeah, I just don't see, there was another guy I forgot to bring up. His name was Harris Cooper um, and he's from Duke University and he said, you know, homework doesn't really contribute to academic achievement, especially in K-5. Right. It just really doesn't, you know. It does though, I mean, obviously when you get older, it is going to help you with your scores and your, um, as you're moving forward, you know, to, to go to college and those yep, kind of things. Absolutely. So that's, or their GPA, that's what I'm looking for, your GPA. Yep. So there is some success there too, but. Yeah. Well, wow. You've got, we, you've got great information there for our listeners, Lisa, and you came, you came prepared to sink my ship. <laughs> It was our first battle. It was our first talk topic. It was like, dun, dun, dun. But I think, Travis, that we need to have our learners, our our listeners, also think about, you brought that up, to let them pick a side, do the research, and stay true. Don't just go with the status quo. You know, figure it out on your own. And hopefully they can go to our social media. Yeah. On Twitter, Facebook. Instagram. Instagram at Teach Out Loud. And they can share their feelings about homework and why they feel that way about homework. And 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 it's okay to to support homework. It is. It, it, I mean, it, it really in in the in the lines of just knowing your why. Right. To, you know, the whole point of this podcast is really understanding our why and why did we get an education? We didn't get an education to give homework. No. But if you have a purpose for it and it's meaningful and it's relevant, then it's yes. it's okay. It's okay to do it, and it's a positive thing. It can be a fun thing. It can be a growing experience. It's a great way for learners to connect with your parents. I Yeah. So at least out of anything you just heard, Lisa, give me maybe one point of success today. <laughs> like us on our social media, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Be a part of the community. Be a part of the solution. And until then, teach, teach out loud. loud.